0: You are listening to the Calvary Church Podcast, where each episode features a life-transforming message that was previously recorded in one of our services. And now, let's join a service that's already in progress.
1: Today I want to quickly speak on the subject known by her children, known by her children. If I were to ask you the question, who are you more like? Your father or mother? That's a loaded question and has some problems that are associated with it from time to time. We often identify certain physical traits with one of our parents. Does anybody uh, would say that you have some physical traits of your parents? And the older you get, the more you realize uh, that I remember people telling me I look like my dad or I sound like my dad and when I was young it bothered me <laughs> more than it does now but I can't do I really I can't do anything about it it is what it is and and uh, but even personality traits you probably if you have siblings you can see some things in your siblings that you would say mimic or ...are relatable to one of your parents. From an early age, we can see these traits. We see things about us. And that can be good. And that can be terrifying. When you realize your small child is like you. Or your small child is like the other person. It's better when it's like the other person. The other parent. Because you can blame things quickly. You can deflect did any mothers here ever prayed that awful prayer? I pray that your kids end up exactly like you. That prayer has been answered a lot. Probably the most answered prayer of all time. Probably that's the, the prayer. And it's great when you can identify that, known, known, sometimes by our children. Sometimes we realize things about ourselves as kids get older. They start using language that sounds like us. <laughs> we, won't, we won't go too far with that. Don't, don't worry. <laughs> but some of you realize, didn't realize you cussed so much. until. <laughs> yeah, some of you didn't realize some of the things you said until your kids started saying it. In Scripture... Wisdom. Wisdom is referred to in the uh, feminine gender. Proverbs 8, chapter 11. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things one may desire cannot be compared with her. Wisdom. Feminine gender. I believe this is the case. Again, this is my opinion on it. Because wisdom... Like a mother births things in our lives. Wisdom births things. It produces things in our lives. In Luke chapter 7, Jesus said, But wisdom is justified by all her children. Wisdom is justified by all her children. In other words, what is produced from wisdom has the characteristics of wisdom. What is produced by our lives has the characteristics of our lives. This verse is in context to the question from John the Baptist who was in prison. He was uncertain about if Jesus was The Christ, Or should he look for another? He's in a jail cell and he's wondering, did I do all of this for Christ or not? And Jesus, after telling the disciples of John to make sure that John knows that I am indeed the Christ, the Messiah, those disciples, the Bible said, returned and told John. And then it says that Jesus begins to talk to those who were remaining standing there. And he said, what did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? But what did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft garments? Indeed, those who are gorgeously appareled and live in luxury are in king's courts. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I say to you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way before you. For I say to you, among those born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist, but he who is the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. Then the crowd responded, all those who heard, even the tax collectors, justified God having been baptized with the baptism of John, they affirmed that what he was saying was indeed correct. But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected the will of God for themselves not having been baptized by him. They rejected what Jesus was saying. And it was identified because they would not be baptized by John they wouldn't take the step necessary to identify with God so Jesus says verse 31 and the Lord said to what then shall I liken the men of this generation and what are they like what are they like these people who aren't being baptized who aren't taking a step what are they like Said, I liken the men of this generation. What are they like? He said, They are like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another, saying, We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We mourned to you, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist came, neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say he has a demon. The Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, look, a glutton and a wine-bibber, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. He said, who do they resemble? Whose children are they? He said, this generation cannot make up their mind. They're saying one thing and then saying another. They're double-minded. They're saying all these things. They want to find fault and they want to find blame. And so they take different positions. But he said, wisdom is justified by all her children. Now, we can probably try to dig much deeper than I'm going to attempt to go with this passage. But he said, wisdom, just as this generation is producing things, wisdom produces things. And wisdom is known by those who actually make a decision about whether or not they're going to follow the will of God. It would be the trait of their mother. Wisdom has children. And so my question today, very simply, Is who are you like today? What are you like? What traits do you have? Who do you resemble? And I think it's possible for us to resemble a generation who is double-minded. We can resemble many times in our life and how we live life a generation who thinks this and says that and then they decide to think this and say that. Or The scripture tells us we can resemble The wisdom of God Galatians chapter 5 We have a pretty good description Of what traits of the flesh There are What happens When we just Follow whatever generation Is calling and telling us And we Are birthed out of A generation who does what they want. What does that produce? What are the children that are born to that? Well, Galatians 5 tells us that the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, Envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Did anybody not make that list? (laughs) Now, we we may like to point out certain ones when it's convenient for us. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I made that list. That if my flesh is left unchecked, That out of that will be produced things that are contrary to the law and work of God. So who do we look like? What traits do we have? Who do we sound like? Who do we talk like? He says it's possible for us to look like the flesh. But then he says, but there's another option. He gives us this big list and he says, I tell you beforehand, just as I have told you in times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But that's not our only option. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, Self-control, against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. My belief today is that these fruit of the Spirit are traits of wisdom. It's the children of wisdom. Those who are able to bear things that come from wisdom, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. This is what the Spirit is trying to produce in all of us, and it's wisdom at its core. What does this world need? This world needs wisdom. This world needs the mind from above. It needs the actions from above. The Bible says that from the very beginning of time, wisdom existed. Wisdom was present. He created the world through wisdom. And now the Spirit of God is wrestling, I should say, is attempting to in us. Things of the Spirit. And so... We are known. Wisdom is known by its children. It's justified by its children. I recently read this as I come to a close. It's written anonymously. But I think it's a neat expression. They wrote, we had the meanest mother in the world. (laughs) You're like, no, stop right there. (laughs) <laughs> no While other kids ate candy for breakfast We had to have cereal, eggs, and toast When others had Pepsi and a Twinkie for lunch We had to eat sandwiches And you can guess our mother fixed us dinner That was different from other, the other kids had too Mother insisted on knowing where we were at all times You'd think we were convicts in a prison She had to know who our friends were and what we were doing with them. She insisted that if we said we would be gone for an hour, we would be gone for an hour or less. We were ashamed to admit it, but she had the nerve to break the child labor laws by making us work. We had to wash dishes, make the bed, learn to cook, vacuum the floor, do laundry, and all sorts of cruel jobs. I think she would lie awake at night thinking of more things for us to do. She always insisted on us telling the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. By the time we were teenagers, she could read our minds. Then life was really tough. Mother wouldn't let our friends just honk the horn when they drove up. They had to come to the door so she could meet them. While everyone else could date when they were 12 and 13, we had to wait until we were 16. Much older than that. Just adding my commentary. Because of our mother, we missed out on a lot of things other kids experienced. None of us have ever been caught shoplifting vandalizing others property or even arrested for any crime and it was all her fault (laughs) we never got drunk took up smoking stayed out all night or a million other things that other kids did sundays were reserved for church and we never missed once we knew better than to ask to spend the night with a friend on saturdays now that we have left home we are all god-fearing educated honest adults We're doing our best to be mean parents, just like mom was. I think that's what is wrong with the world today. It just doesn't have enough mean moms anymore. You'll stand with me this morning. I think we can sometimes think that the wisdom of God is mean, we think that the wisdom of God is mean. It keeps us from so much. It's too restrictive. But in reality, God is trying to produce something in us. So who do I resemble today? Do I resemble my generation do I just resemble my culture? Do I resemble the voices that are here? Or do I resemble the wisdom of God? His wisdom is justified by her children. I don't know about you, but I need the wisdom of God in my life. I need God's help in knowing how to handle certain situations in my life. I need help in my family. And I, I, I could look to the gen- this generation, I could look to culture, I could look to a lot of things to find the answer. But where I know I really need to look is the wisdom of God. In my job, of course I'm a pastor, so you hope that I follow the wisdom of God. But can I tell you, you need the wisdom of God on your job. As a husband, I need the wisdom of God. As a parent, I need the wisdom of God. As a neighbor, interacting with my neighbors yesterday as I blew grass all over the yard. I'm like, oh my God. It took me two hours to rake up all the grass. I had the setting too low. It's just an awful mess. Once I started, I was like, I can't stop, and I'll just rake it up. I'm broken today. But I I thought about my neighbors when I raked their yard and I swept their driveway. It was the wisdom of God that teaches me. The friends that I have, I need the wisdom of God. God. Because God wants to produce things in us, and the fruit of the Spirit is a beautiful example in Scripture. Here's two ways that I find to get wisdom Proverbs 9 10 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's when I acknowledge Him as God. When I acknowledge Him as God. For some of you, that looks like repentance. It looks like asking God to forgive you. For some of you, that's just acknowledging him every day and saying, God, I'm putting you first. What happened in this room when we began to praise God is we began to fear God. Not that we were afraid of God, but we began to elevate him to a reverence, to a high place. And what happens? Wisdom comes into the room. So we fear God. Number two, James, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. If anyone lacks wisdom, ask. God will give you wisdom. Sometimes wisdom looks like a no in your life. Sometimes wisdom looks like a don't proceed here Sometimes it's a yes Sometimes it's an adventure Sometimes it's a waiting But ultimately if we're going to fulfill the will of God We have to have the wisdom of God in our life So I'm inviting us today to ask for wisdom I don't know what you need in your life But I bet there's some people in this room that need wisdom you're walking through a scenario right now in your life and you need the wisdom of God. You need the direction, the clarity of God. I want to pray for you now. Lord God, we come to you in this moment. God, where you have demonstrated your power and your presence in a very real, real way to us today. And God, I pray it would give somebody confidence that if you could visit somebody and you could heal somebody's, body today that you could help them in the circumstance that they're in whatever they're walking through, whatever decisions they're making, Lord, I pray that wisdom would be present, that your wisdom would be present God, those who are scared God, of what this week might hold or these next few weeks hold, I pray that your wisdom would come I pray for peace to come I pray for joy to come that's birthed out of wisdom, out of the knowledge of what to do in a circumstance. I pray for that in this room today.
0: This podcast was brought to you by the Calvary Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. For more information about the Calvary Church, please visit our website at www.thecalvarychurch.com.